from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, November 19th. I'm Marco Werman. NATO leaders meet to decide on an Afghanistan exit strategy. When NATO took on Afghanistan, it talked up the importance of the decision as a test of the new NATO, and by and large, it failed that test. Also, Argentina's military regime of the 70s not only killed and disappeared its political opponents, it also stole their babies. Identifying those children sometimes involves forcing them to take a DNA test. With it comes profound moral and ethical dilemmas. First, these news headlines. BBC News with Michael Poles. President Obama and the other NATO leaders have begun a summit in Portugal as the alliance seeks to update its strategy and structure to face new security threats. The two-day meeting is to discuss how to address new dangers to alliance members, improving relations with Russia and the prospects in Afghanistan. Here's our diplomatic correspondent, Jonathan Marcus. According to NATO Secretary General Anders Fogh Rasmussen, this is set to be one of the most important summits in the alliance's history. His goal is to see NATO emerge as a forward-looking organisation, adopting a new mission statement and new roles. In a way, though, these new missions, specifically defence against cyber warfare and ballistic missile attack, hark back to NATO's long-standing traditional role, the defence of its own territory and populations. Tomorrow, leaders will turn to the Alliance's mission in Afghanistan, seeking to agree on a strategy that will enable a handover of the lead responsibility for security to the Afghan authorities by the end of 2014. The Russian president, Dmitry Medvedev, has admitted that the insurgency in its North Caucasus region is as fierce as ever. Mr. Medvedev accused the police of producing false data to show an apparent drop in the number of attacks. Analysts were surprised last year when Russia announced it had crushed militancy in Chechnya. Rescue workers exposed to toxic dust from the rubble of the World Trade Center after the September the 11th attacks have approved a settlement with the city of New York. They'll collectively receive over $625 million in compensation. Bethany Bell reports. More than 10,000 people sued. The firefighters, police and construction workers who spent months clearing up the rubble after the 9-11 attacks. They say the ash and soot at the site got into their lungs and made them ill. Now, more than 95% of them have accepted the settlement. The mayor of New York, Michael Bloomberg, welcomed the settlement, saying it was a fair and just resolution. One of the biggest banks in Ireland says there's been a major decline in the size of its deposits, adding to the deep crisis in the banking sector. Allied Irish Bank said its deposits had fallen by $18 billion. That's 17% since January. Huge losses in the banking sector have forced the Irish government to negotiate with the European Union and the International Monetary Fund on a rescue package. Our economics correspondent Andrew Walker reports. Negotiations on an international rescue are focusing on fixing Ireland's banks and also on the deficit in the government's finances. Those discussions are continuing amid reports that they're likely to end with loans of tens of billions of dollars. Any deal will also include further measures to curb the government's borrowing needs. One area that would be contentious is Ireland's low tax rate on company profits. It's seen by some European governments as an unfair inducement to business to move to Ireland. This is Michael Poles with the latest world news from the BBC. 
Police in New Zealand say it's not clear when rescue teams will be able to enter a mine on the South Island, where 27 workers are missing after an underground explosion. They say a power cut is compromising the ventilation system in the mine. Gary Knowles, who's overseeing operations, said there are concerns about dangerous gases. At the moment we're using specialists to um, assist us with the recovery operation. We have to flush the mine with obviously with some type of fresh air to allow my staff to go underground. We've brought in a number of uh, experts who specialise in mining uh, recovery operations and they are trying to stabilise the environment. Once that's done, we will then go underground and try and recover our colleagues. An Indian company which specialises in poultry products has become the new owner of the English Premier League football club Blackburn Rovers. A newly established subsidiary of the firm, Venki.